Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I got my first episode returning here. Um, this week I got Kerry Gardner on the podcast. He's a really good friend of mine. He's one of the top lenders in the state. Uh, really smart guy on the lending side of things. Um, and just overall cool guy. So hope you guys enjoy this one. He is, tells his story a little bit about where he came from. Um, gives his opinion on this market, where he thinks it's going to go. Tells you about interest rates, what they're going to do in the near future, in his opinion. Um, yeah, guys, just a reminder, um, we don't have any sponsors. Don't do anything like that for this podcast, and I never will. I'm fully sponsored by my personal real estate business. So if you guys got any questions on the real estate side of things, any way I can help, feel free to reach out. All my info will be below. And also, one other housekeeping thing, if you have anybody that you would like on the podcast, um, shoot them my way, tell me their name. I'll reach out to them and see if I can get them on. Without further ado, let's start the show. All right. You ready? Yep. You good? All right. Hey, guys. Uh, we got Kerry Gardner here. It's the man in blue that you're seeing, or if you're hearing, he's the imagine a guy in blue. That's what he's wearing. <laughs> um, so, Kerry, tell us a little bit about yourself. Kerry is a lender in town. He's with the Campbell Lending Group, which is the top group in the state. Or yeah. Just in the Black Hills. So the Campbell Lending Group is the the number one lending group in the state of South in Dakota. Okay. Based I thought it was the state, but I wasn't yep. sure. Based on yep. volume. Yep. Like number of transactions. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Carrie's been a good friend of mine since I we started in the business. Like I started as a real estate agent. Carrie started as a lender within a couple weeks of each other, yeah. probably. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's so we connected then, and then we've done home buying seminars and worked with each other a lot through the last four years. Yep. Um, I just finished up my last fourth full year, so that was. Your fourth as well, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. So we're on our fifth year, year now. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about because you've kind of an interesting background of how you got into mortgages and stuff. So tell us a little bit about that. Right. So so just like you just said, finished up fourth year, going into my fifth year of originating loans. But before that, for nearly seventeen years, I was on the servicing side of loans here on uh, with a local company. It was which to you makes sense, but what a servicing loan. So servicing is basically the back end that you get after you have gotten a loan. So when you make your payments, if you have questions via customer service, um, if there's issues with, with billing, escrow accounts, things like that. That's all on the servicing side. Um, as far And it goes as far in as collections, loan modifications, okay. loss mitigation, you know, things like that. So um, everybody you deal with after the loan closes. Correct. Gotcha. Yep. 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 So on the servicing side, um, a local company here, it was previously, originally Conseco, then Green Tree, and then at the tail end, it, it was it was Ditech. Ditech. Yep. They still exist? Not in not locally, but okay. the, yeah, they're still the they're company. still a nationwide company. Okay. Yep. Ditech. Yeah. So why'd you switch over? So that's it's kind of a funny story. So uh, several years ago, probably I think we're right around ten years ago, I met Josh Campbell. And that's the head of my business partnership, the Campbell Lending Group. Um, I met him doing a refinance on my own personal mortgage. Hmm. And uh, the, the standing joke is at that time, he wanted to hire me. He offered me a job. And I was comfortable where I was. Didn't really think he was serious. Every time I'd see him, he'd say, hey, when are you going to come work for me? It was mm -hmm. kind of the banter, you know. Yeah. Um, and then he left the area and, and went to Minneapolis. When he came back, he brought with him the direct lending channel which is part of what you know we are and he reached out to some other people and started the Campbell Lending Group and one of his business partners at the time Eric Lopez and I were talking and once I found out that that's where the group was I, I said well I, I you know I'd like an opportunity to talk to you guys and I got brought on as a, as a business partner bought my way in and, and Josh always jokes about, you know, I offered this job to you 10, 10 years, years ago, ago. <laughs> but it took my other business partner, Eric Lopez, 
to get to you get in the you door. <laughs> what made the difference? Just the time of your life? It, it was, yeah, it was a couple of things. You know, the company that I was with, I could see some writing on the wall. The company was changing. Um, it wasn't uh, the, you know, the, the same company that I'd worked for for the previous 14 years, yeah. uh, 15 years. Um, and, it, you know, for me and my family, it was, it was time for a change. It was kind of a leap of faith, um, really knowing a lot about the mortgage business, just not necessarily the originating side. Right. You know, and it, and then it was a matter of getting with with the right team. And didn't you? I mean, in Ditech, you weren't sales or anything like that, were Correct. you? Okay. No, nope. yeah. no, not at all. Which totally different world. Absolutely. But you did have product knowledge and stuff, which probably helped carry over conversations yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I, I feel like the uh, the role that I the roles that I did while I was there, uh, primarily with my employees, helping them uh, develop training things like that yeah really parlay into sales but a completely different different role yeah yeah that makes sense um so how have the last four years been for you outstanding a roller coaster yeah. or have they been straight up career wise i mean the probably the best four years that i've had um monetarily great yeah. but more importantly than that just the the group that i'm with yeah you know the the knowledge that that I've gained. Excited to go to work every day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I, I constantly tell the guys, you know, my worst day here is slightly worse than my best days <laughs> in, in my it's old that job. big of a difference? Yeah, it, wow. it's, it's just, it's a rewarding profession to yeah. be in. Yeah. You know, you figure out a way to get somebody into a mortgage that has been told no several times and now they get to actually own a home. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, That's pretty true. rewarding. That's very true. I think um, back in the day, back in the day, four years ago, um, when I was first starting, I remember I would like talk to people. It's hilarious to think about it now to me because I remember the houses they were looking at were like 170 grand. Right. <laughs> that doesn't even yeah. exist anymore. Um, but I remember one time someone was like, "Hey, yeah, we have um, we have a bunch of agents that we know. Um, however, do you know of a lender? Like they were like basically saying they weren't going to use me. However, do you know of a lender that could use tipped income?" Because everybody we've talked to says that you can't right. use tipped income. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I had no clue, you know. But I was like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know somebody. So I was like, I asked you and you were like, yeah, we can use tipped income. They ended up using me as an agent because I was the only one who could find a lender. Right. So you got me that deal. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that is a – I think it's weird that people can't use it. Well, and it's, and it's not necessarily that that lenders can't use it. Right. It's that it's complicated and, right. and a lot of them don't want to – Deal with take it. on that kind of a loan. Gotcha. Yeah. Whereas our whole mantra, if you will, is figure out a way to get every loan approved. Yeah. Not okay. What could potentially cause this loan to get denied? Right. Oh, uh, I see your Sam. And yeah. that's you know that's that's how we want to operate because we want to put as many people into homes as as we can. Right. Right. What do you think about this market's going on right now? You know, it's. it's give me give me what you think is going to happen. How about that? So your take on it with rates or with no not the rates price. well you could uh, tie rates into that yeah home but. home values I, I I honestly feel like we're not even past the beginning stages of what the home values are going to do agreed yeah. you know I I think we have we're going to continue to have the influx of people coming in mm -hmm. whether it's with the base expansion yeah or purely for the fact that the Black Hills has legitimately been discovered yeah you know people know where we are they know why yeah. we want to live here. And if you can get through a couple of months of, uh, you know, winter, which we've had a, obviously it's a very mild winter, winter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you can get past that, 
the rest of the seasons that we have are amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, home values I think are going to continue to to go up. Are we going to see the twenty percent, twenty seven percent appreciation that we've seen the last couple of years? Maybe. Yeah. Um, but at a very minimum, I think we're you know even when it starts leveling off, I think we're going to consistently see five 10. to ten. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, agreed. We were before that, anyways. Right. We were like. 17, 18, 19, we're like 7, 8, 9%, yeah. somewhere in that range. Yeah, and when we first, you know, when we first got into this, boom, if you will, you know, the 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 people that were having the hardest time keeping up were the appraisers, right? The appraised yep. values. Yep. And in, in initially people thought they were overpaying for homes. Yeah. And even those people that have gotten into homes. Yeah, they're now, feeling good they did it. And now, yeah. and now with what has appreciated, Instead of oh well, I overpaid by forty thousand. Well, actually, now you have a hundred and some thousand in equity. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like thinking about my house that I built. Yeah. For three hundred sixty grand. Yeah. That thing's worth like four fifty at least. Right. Yeah. There's houses being built around you for for four fifty, and they're smaller. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's crazy. I was like, wow. And I knew though. I kind of saw the writing on the wall. You know, I was like, I told my wife because we weren't planning on doing it, but I was like, we were just gonna buy another rental property, right. and I was like, you know, we better build what you want. Because in five years, this is going to be, I said, I think it'll be seven or 800 grand for what we want. And I still think it probably will be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was like, we got to do it now. So we did. Yeah, luckily. Yeah, good, good timing. <laughs> yeah, perfect timing. I didn't think it would be that crazy, that fast, but I knew it was coming. Yeah. Uh, I knew it was coming in because I could feel it every day. You yeah. Know? It's like well, when, when you're in a profession, you can like feel what's happening. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And, and the it's combination weird. of that and the all time low rates. Yeah, that's you know, a perfect storm. Yeah, that too. So. How, how do you think rates are going to affect it? Well, they've obviously gone up considerably in the last in the last right. six months, and, and I know you pay attention to, you know, what's going on in the market, yep. the economics that go into an interest rate, the ten-year U.S. Treasury bond, right. uh, the the MBS, um, and the federal government has, well, at the end of two thousand twenty-one. They discuss quantitative quantitative easing. Yeah. yeah, and and in the past, as soon as they started talking about QE quantitative easing, that's when, you know, or taper talk. As soon as as soon as those talks started happening, rates there wasn't any gradual. It was rates have gone up. Gotcha. It's too late. Rates have gone up. Gotcha. And this this time around, it was gradual. Mm-hmm. You know, they they started talking about it and rates didn't do anything. And then the closer they got mm-hmm. to, you know several announcements where the the Fed finally announced that they are going to um, taper yeah. they're, they're going to to um, pull back on what they're injecting into the market to yeah. the point where they want it to be zero and you know and that's going to that's obviously going to cause interest rates to go up for a little sure bit. for sure um, they are going to be three rate hikes in in 2022 only three three th- three to four okay a minimum hasn't already been one not yet. Okay. In March th- is going to okay. be the first, first rate hike. Time. Yep. And and what that means, a lot of people don't, don't understand what a rate hike means. That's the the interest rate that the federal government is lending money, or the Federal Reserve is lending money to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, those types of agencies. Gotcha. It's been at zero percent for the last two two and a half years, but if you actually throw in inflation into it, mm-hmm. it's actually at like negative seven percent is is gotcha. is what it's at. So. Um, I think it's a necessary. It's necessary mm-hmm. to get inflation in check. I'm more concerned if, not if, if and when, the federal government is going to work on reducing their balance sheet, because that means not only are they not capitally injecting it, they're trying to unload the the bonds on on their balance sheet. Gotcha. And and in that instance, that's when we're going to see rates go crazy. Yeah. 
What does that? What would that look like? You think? So we're already into the high threes, low fours yeah. on conventional yeah. gov govy loans, mid threes to to high threes. Um, I could easily see, and that's that's an average. That's yeah. not just us. That's an average sure, for, sure. for the industry. I could easily see by by the summertime to early fall that rates are in the mid fours to the high fours, and by the end of the year, probably into the fives, yeah. maybe, the, maybe the mid fives. Which when I first started, they were in fives. They were, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that doesn't surprise, yeah. that doesn't like scare yeah. me personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we were, when in 2017, early 2018, yeah. it was not uncommon to be at five and a quarter, yeah, maybe I even five and a half. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was like slowly just kept going down, yeah. down and down and down. What do you think the worst case, like worst case scenario would be on, on rates though? If everything goes horrible. You know, I, I don't, don't know. I don't have a crystal ball, obviously. Right, right. But what do you I, think? I just can't see them getting into the sixes. Okay. Why? It's just it's, it's hard. Just, it's hard to it's, imagine. It's or? such an odd number. It's such yeah. an odd number to think about. Because um, you've never seen it, too, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, none of us have. Right. That have been in the business for twenty years or less. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I was looking back at like the, you can look at like the um, rates over the years, and even if we're at five, it's still like some of the lowest in history right. as a whole. Yeah. You know, in the 80s, I think they were like 15 to 20% or something insane like yeah. that, some insane number. So I don't know. I, I mean, everybody's like, these interest rates are going to slow the market down. I'm yeah. like, highly doubt it. <laughs> I could be wrong. I hope it does, to be honest with you. I hope it does slow down a little bit. Right. And, and it, it is. It's going to turn it into, instead of just people buying. Which I think right now is some chaos buying for yeah. it. Yeah. Meaning like. Buying home on a whim. Or they're know? pushing to like get this interest rate before these go up because right. everybody's talking about yeah. it. Um, but I don't think it's going to affect the market in the way people are acting like it does. I think it will allow people that actually need to buy homes sure. that ability to, to be more competitive. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Yeah, hopefully so. It's pretty insane. We were just talking before this uh, started about um, I had a client put an offer in, 42000 above asking and not get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just yeah, absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, something, you know, a year ago, a year and a half ago, you would never – think about saying that phrase i don't know beginning of last year was crazy too yeah, yeah. it wasn't this crazy uh but it was, it was close um that's actually the first offer i've lost out on this year which is kind of crazy too yeah. i keep beating like 15 20 people somehow um but yeah that one i was like wow i was shocked it could be doing. because of the name on your the lender's name on your that's probably your what offer. it is <laughs> <laughs> carrie's doing the lending yeah um that's actually a big part of it believe it or not i mean people don't realize that you know, like whenever I go to a client, I can't be like, hey, you use this person. You have right. to use this person. I have to give them options, three options. Absolutely. But um, I always tell them it really matters who you use uh, for the other side too because like I've seen builders especially. If builders oh, don't yeah. like the lender, they'll be like, nah, I'm not dealing with this. Get a different lender. You yeah. know? So that's a big deal actually well, who represents you. And, and the reputation. Our reputation. Totally. Not only the Campbell Lending Group but CMG's as a whole, you guys get get stuff done. Yeah, yeah, yep. and 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 a builder that wants to make sure they close on time so they don't have to cover the cost of that construction note any longer yep. than yep. than than necessary. Yep. you know that's important. Yeah, that too. And uh, your guys are the only people that I know of. There may be some other people that I don't know, but that actually do all the underwriting up front. Right. Everybody else, and what that means for everybody listening is, if you go in to get a pre-approval letter, a lot of times they'll just be like, "Yep, you're pre-approved," and that's all they'll tell you. Um, and then when you get down the line, they'll be like, oh, we didn't find this, and we didn't see this, we didn't see this on your loan. Right. Oh, this income isn't guaranteed. Yeah. And they figure that out when you're like a month into it. Yep. And you're like, what the hell, dude? Why didn't you not already look this stuff up? CMG does it up front. 
Right. So before they even give you anything, yeah. they'll tell, they'll make sure you're good to go. Correct. Right. And that's something that's really always set us apart. Yeah. You know, it might take us a day or two longer to get your pre-approval done. Right. Um, it, it doesn't now because we're working so quickly because yeah. we know how important it is right. to get yeah. an offer in. Um, but we are what's called straight to findings. So if if underwriting says, hey, these are the four documents you have to have, we know to get those up front as opposed to, hey, we're going to get all 20 documents and then we're going to use whatever we need right. to use. Yeah. We know exactly what documents we're going to need to use, and that's what we get from you to make the pre-approval process go quickly. We've yeah. really kind of streamlined that. Yeah. But there's still companies out there that they'll pull your credit, they'll go off of the information you put on your application, and they'll pre-approve you based off of that. Yeah. And that's, you know, as a real estate agent, that's scary because at the end, once you get them under contract, that's when they're actually going to say, okay, now we need these documents yep. to verify yep. what we pre-approved. And it can hurt your reputation of. as an agent, too. Right. Agent yep. to agent stuff, too. Yeah, that's it's a bummer. Yeah, I'm, yeah, there's no one else that I know of that does that, but I'm sure someone does, but not that I'm aware of. If they don't, I don't know why. You know, I, I don't know why they wouldn't, I don't know why wouldn't do it that way. Um, the only reason I could, the only benefit I could see is getting something under contract well, even that's not really a benefit. I was thinking getting something in our contract and then doing it, but you still have the likelihood of falling out, and then you got to right. go find something else anyways. Yeah, yeah. and you know then, that, I mean? like you said, that's your reputation. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. So what do you want to do in the future? What so, do you want to take everything for yourself? Well, I mean, I you know, our, our group, we want to continue to grow. Um, we, we've had, we have several short-term and long-term goals. Short-term goal is to be a uh, $100 million group, which is... You know, and is that in volume? Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's per really, year, right? Yep, per year. Okay. So 100, and, and we've come very close each of the last two years. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, the, 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 where the industry is right now, we had, so in 2020, we had a record year. Campbell Landing Group and, and CMG. Yeah. In 2021, again, CMG had, had a record, record year. year. And, and, you know, it's kind of fun because we go to functions and we ran into several realtors that are like, you know, we can't, can't be expected that we're going to continue to do this. We had a record year in 2020. Of course, we were going to go backwards in 2021, right? Aren't you guys? And we're like, no, <laughs> you know, we're not. That's, Who would say that? That makes right, no sense. Right. Me. I mean, so, so and, that, and that's the goal is to continue going forward. And as a group, we're growing. Um, we, we've grown into the Gillette area. You know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if, if you'd known we've grown into the, the Colorado, uh, Loveland area. No, I didn't know that. And, awesome. and Cheyenne, Wyoming. Um, so our goal is to continue to grow the Campbell Lending Group to where we are annually a $100 million lending. But where were you last year? Do you know? Last year we were at 89. 89. It's pretty yeah. damn close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, it's it's one one really solid month right. away from. from that Honda. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So. That's what's the, the, what's the long-term goal for you? Long, long-term goal would be um, to put myself in a position where I've been successful long enough that, uh, that the group is, is able to move around and consult, do some consulting gotcha. on, yeah. on what makes us different and what has allowed us to do not only what we've done in our local area, but you know, expanding uh, to other areas. We've also um, expanded to Arizona. Um, I'm licensed in Arizona. One of my other business partners, Cody, is licensed yeah. in Arizona. Um, and both Eric and Josh are, are in the process. Are the process license license. That's dope. Yep. That's sweet. Yep. Um, I was going to ask you a question about, uh, I can't remember. Oh, do you own Renault property? I do not. No? I don't Have know. you ever wanted to do that? Yeah, we, my wife and I have thought about it. Um, 
pretty hard, but it's just never something. Why like, haven't you? Just out of curiosity. You know, I I don't have a, a great answer for that. Other than what do you do for? Do you do anything else for investments? Or? No, no, no. I don't have I don't have any investments. Uh, investment properties. I mean, obviously, I have investment accounts. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. investment accounts. Yeah. So uh, so we do, do we, stock market. Yeah. Array stuff like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and you know my my business group as well. We're always looking for for things that we could potentially start investing in sure. as well to make it to where the Campbell Group is more than just a lending group, hmm. but also an investment group. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah I should do that. Why not? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's like I feel like we're at this point. I know quite a bit of real estate investors here, and I keep talking to them like every month, and I'm like, "Hey, what are your thoughts on this market?" Like, because I'm I was curious if investors were going to slow down. Every investor that I know is like trying to buy everything they right. can. Yeah, like they're stretching themselves and trying yeah. to like residential, commercial, it doesn't everything. Matter. Yeah. yeah, actually, uh, residential more than commercial, but as commercial as a whole in the nation's pretty slow right now. Here locally, it's insane. Like, it's extremely busy here. Right. Rentals, I've noticed, are not that hot. Probably hotter than they were before. But purchases and sales are crazy right now right. for commercial. Um, I know people that are trying to buy commercial property, like, all the time. Um, so what do you what do you think the commercial property is going to look like going forward? I don't know a ton about commercial. I'm not specialized in that, really. I do look at it quite a bit. Um, I think going forward, it's going to continue to grow here, especially. I could right. see us getting to – well. If the projections are real, what they say what's going to happen here with growth, which is like thirty to one hundred thousand people, yep. right? Did you see that? Yep. If that happens, uh, I think we're going to have a lot bigger companies coming here and having big, big buildings, warehouses, things like that. I have two clients that are trying to buy warehouses here, and both of them are probably going to have to build something because of the size and stuff that they need. So I can I could see it being a bigger. I don't want to say industrial. But what's the word for it? A bigger like a big city vibe right with commercial real estate being like way nicer commercial real estate right a lot newer stuff um, bigger companies here and I think one thing I'm excited about is that's going to bring a lot of higher paying jobs that we need yeah um, especially to keep up with housing prices you know um, so I think that's going to come I really do I think the higher paying jobs are already starting to come right but I can see those coming you know like the six figure jobs will start coming I think one guy I know he's bringing a big company here and he's going to bring he has 35 employees and he's bringing 15. So he's going to have to fill 20 positions and then it started like 70 grand. Oh, nice. So for our area, that's that's amazing. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think we'll get a lot of that kind of stuff. I can also see a lot more like WeWork or um, co-working spaces coming popular here. Right. Um, I think bigger restaurants will come here. Like not big brands, but like Chef Jevin restaurants, like that new ramen place or Raymond, however you say right. it. Ramen, yeah. That guy's like a world famous chef that decided to come open a Raymond yeah. place here. You know what I mean? I think we'll get a lot of that kind of stuff yeah. too. Um, and I'm sure we'll get some bigger changed, uh, chains as well. Like I hope Chick-fil-A comes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for that freaking <laughs> forever. Um, I, I can see the growth is definitely going to happen in that that area right. as well. Yeah. Well, And, I, and, and there, just like there's a need for for more homes, yeah. there's, a more, there, there's more need for more rentals as well. Whether that's apartment rentals, mm. um, condos, you know things like that. It's almost shocking how many apartment complexes are being built, and they're all full. Right. You know, yeah. it's kind of insane. Actually. Yeah. By the time they officially open, they're full. Yeah, which is awesome for them. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think, I think they're going to continue to build them. You know, there's a lot of plans to build right. some, and I don't see that slowing down at all. It's crazy to me how much they sell for. Like I saw this one built, and it was like a lot of studios, one bedroom and two bedroom. And it sold for like two hundred fifty thousand a door. Wow! 
for an apartment complex. I was like, jeez. <laughs> have your neighbor pounding on your wall. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> my God, that's insane, dude. Um, but yeah, I think that stuff will continue as well. Yeah. Single family uh, rental properties and stuff obviously will continue to boom as well, I believe. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll return shortly. Sounds good. So where were we? Apartment complex, things yeah. like that. You were talking about how you're about to start buying a bunch of rental properties with me. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. No, but I think you should buy at least one or something, you know? Yeah, and, and like I said, we've talked about it. We have a really close friend of ours that um, that told us his goal was to have 10 doors by within a five-year period. Sure. And he just went nuts in the last year, year and a half. And I, I think he's added something like 19, 19 awesome. doors yeah. in, in a year, a yeah. year and a half. And not just Rapid City, but, you know, the Black Hills area, mm-hmm. Hill City, yeah. you know, all around. Some of the places you can get stuff for pretty cheap. Yeah. Not always, but sometimes. Well, and it's, I mean, just like we were talking about one of our one of our clients, you have to make sure it makes sense. You yeah. have to do that. You might feel like you're getting it at a good price, but if it's not going to make you money, it's not doing right. what you want it to do. Right, totally. And, uh, you know, one thing that's pretty popular here right now is Airbnbs, short terminals and stuff. Yeah. I personally believe that will end at some point. I, well, I know that? it will. Why is that? Because okay. every city that has a bunch of them cracks down on it and doesn't allow them. Gotcha. They cut it off at a certain number um, or they don't allow it at all. And the reason is kind of a good reason, and that is it takes up single-family housing. You know right. what I mean? People yeah. buy a house, make it Airbnb, um, and that takes up someone's house they could buy or rent or whatever. Right. Um, so I think they will crack down on that at some point. I could see it happening. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Every, every single big city that I'm aware of has – Crackdown on it to where you have to, you could do it if you have like an ADU or if you have a commercial property, um, like Denver does that. So you know what ADU is? No. Additional dwelling unit, meaning like if you have a house and it has another house on it, okay, you can rent out one of them. Gotcha. But you can't, you have to live yeah. there and yeah. rent it out, which is what Airbnb was originally made for. So, so there's one out in my area where there's an upstairs and a downstairs, yep. and the people that own it just live upstairs yep. and the downstairs. I imagine that will still be allowed. Gotcha. I imagine. Um, but the house is still used for single family. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think that'll happen. It might be a, lo- a while. I don't want that to happen. I think people should make money however they want. Right. Um, but I could see them cracking down on it. Hmm. I mean, we're already we're already short at least a thousand houses currently, and if we really grow by the amount they say we're going to grow, it's going to get wild. Right. It's going to get really wild, and it's where I have to build. They're going to have to build so many apartment complexes to keep up. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's, know. it's 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 exciting. It is, and it's it's exciting because we own property. But right. if you don't own property, it's like damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're watching and you think about it, you really need to pull the trigger. Me and you've been saying this forever. Right. Yeah. And and you know, I'm I'm in a I'm in a business group, and and a, several people come up to me every week and say, you know, the, the market Sorry. is the market's impossible right now. How how are people getting getting possible. homes? It's not impossible. It's, you you have to strategize. Mm-hmm. You have to have a strategy in place. You have to know what is going to make your offer stronger yep. and be able to potentially get a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, and one other thing that's important is you got to forget all your wants right. and think about what all you need in the house because you could create some of those wants later. So yep. I keep telling everybody, I'm like, think about everything that you need. Make sure the house meets, meets all the needs yep. and don't worry about all the wants. If it hits some of the wants, cool. But if not, you can add wants later you can yeah. update it to get once, or you can buy your next, build your next house and right. make it what you want. But if you really want to get in a house for the investment side of things, get what you need, not right. what you want. Well, it's like we've always talked about in, in our in our home buying seminars that, yeah. that we've had is we, we always have that graph. 
right. and that was very conservative. Talk about three percent, right? Was very, that, yeah. very conservative. But if you're in this house for five years, just for making your payments and your house appreciating, you're going to have X amount of equity after five years. Right. I mean, imagine those people that bought five years ago, four years ago, and and got at that point maybe a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house, which was a very, very nice, nice house. house at that point. Now that's four hundred grand at least. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you know those those, but that's not to say that's not going to continue to happen. You buy a three hundred thousand dollar house now, there's a very good likelihood in two and a half to three years that's a five hundred thousand dollar house. You remember two years ago? You're totally right. You remember two years ago when I kept saying in seminars, I was like, guys, within the next two years, nothing is going to be under two hundred grand. Yeah, remember I kept saying yeah, that, and nobody believed. Yeah, you. I know. Everybody's like, well, whatever. <laughs> um, now I don't think anything is going to be under three hundred. Yeah, within the next year or two, for sure. Yeah. You know, yep. I really believe that. Yep, and we just need we we need wages to keep up. Yeah, you know that's the thing. And people are always like, "How the hell are these people buying houses? How the hell are these people buying houses?" Well, one, a lot of people already owned houses, right? And so they were able to pull 100, 150 grand out of a house and put down on the yeah. half million dollar house. So it's only a three hundred fifty thousand dollar house. Keep for their them. mortgage fairly similar yeah. with the low rates. Exactly. Yeah. So they were lucky, lucky or smart, whatever you want to consider it, before because they bought a house, right? Right. Or two, they're coming from out of state. Or, or there's three things. They either sold a house, made money, came from out of state, and they sold a house that's a million dollars, right? Half a mil is whatever to them. Yeah. Um, or they have made good money. That's yeah. how people are buying houses. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, that's and, the only options, basically. And and, and and if you can get into a home, any time is a good time. Yeah. Because it's going to continue to appreciate. Yeah. You know, even even you and I have talked about this. Even even during the hard times in 08, 09, when the rest of the country had depreciation, we stayed flat or yeah. even slightly Ahead. depreciated. Yeah, you know, so I, th- I think that in itself speaks volumes for the area where we're at. Yeah, and you know, there's so many talks about like if the market will crash and stuff. I don't see how it could. Uh, well, there's one way I see actually how it could, and that's if the whole country is at war or something. Right. You know what I mean? That yeah. would be like the only thing. You know, if our, our country gets dismantled or something, you know what I mean? Which could happen for sure. Could happen. <laughs> it it uh, feels like anything could happen. I right know. Now. Yeah, it, that for sure could happen. You know, if that happened, the least of your concern is going to be what your house is worth, right. bro. You yeah. know, yeah. you're going to be worried about something way more serious than that. Right. So that's my take on it. And I'm trying to buy everything I can too while the market's where it is because yeah. I think it'll go up too. Yeah. I personally think that when I first bought my little house downtown, that's house on St. Cloud yeah. Street, yeah. bought it for 156 grand, which is a joke. Yeah. Um, and I remember looking at it after owning it for like six months and going, this will be worth half a mil one day. And I said that to my wife and she was like, this little <laughs> crappy house. And I was like, yeah, because it's cool. It's downtown. It's a great location. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got 12-foot ceilings. got a lot of character. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be worth half a mil one day. And you're already getting... And now it's probably worth three. Yeah, you're already getting you know? close. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it, that will continue to happen and... People are going to kick themselves. People are kicking themselves now that I'm working yeah. on. It's like, man, you're right. You should have bought it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, well, here's the next best time. Do it now, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, now's the best time. Which if you're scared of the market and it, like, paralyzes you, you should probably just not get in it. Right. You know what I mean? Because you're always going to be concerned about it. Yeah. Um, but if you have a little bit of fear tolerance, you should probably pull the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's very little, um, maybe n- nothing that you can invest in that's going to be as a solid investment, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's no sure thing, but around here, housing prices doing what they've done makes us as close to a sure thing as, right. as there is. It's not just here either. Right. It's a lot of places. Yeah. Like my wife is from 
uh, Amarillo, Texas, and that market is basically doing the exact same thing as ours. Really? Yeah, like I remember um, we're probably going to buy a house down there and make it a rental. Okay. Because um, I want one there. Yeah. Because I'm sure in the next 20, 30 years we'll have to move there or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe someone will get hurt or sick and we'll have to go down there. But I want to have something just in case. Um, and down there, I was looking at the same house, and a year later, the same exact house is like, it went back on the market for 72 grand more in a year. Oh, wow. So it sounds like here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I thought it was underpriced when they listed it last time, but their houses are almost yeah. the same here. Like, I, when I first looked there, you could get a nice house for like 150 grand. Literally, like a three bed, two bath, <laughs> really nice house. Now they're like 300 yeah. for the same thing. So so similar to what we're seeing yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, so it's not just here. And Arizona, yeah. obviously, is probably even worse. Yeah, yeah. And I was just talking, since I'm licensed down there, I've, I've started talking to a couple of real estate agents down there. And I, I, I've i been talking to one that's based out of Chandler, yep. um, but does a lot of business in, in the Mar- Maricopa. Maricopa yeah. County. Yep. Yeah. And and that place, how it's changed in the last two or three years, basically open, open desert over to the mountains is now starting to become nice, housing developments hmm. but it's things like that where if you look past the you know the the chandlers and the scottsdales and the mesas and you kind of have the vision of okay where is going to be the next sure hot yeah. spot you can find really good deals yeah. in that area it's yeah. just a matter of okay do i want to be that far away from right out. Yeah. Uh, the mesa airport or the downtown right. phoenix airport right right that's just a good point you know yeah um which here, I guess that'd probably be like Box Elder or Hermosa. Right. Well, I think those two areas are going to get even more popular. Yeah, I could see Hermosa. The Valley is almost past the popular point. Um, yeah. Like everybody wants to be in the Valley now. North Rapid, like kind of close to you are, but yeah. other side of the right. of Haynes or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, um, there's a ton of building going yeah, on. Yeah, that'll come. There's both sides. There's both yeah. sides. There's a ton of building. Not West. There's really nothing going on in the West. Part of Rapid anyways. Right, right. Yeah. But there is like Piedmont Valley, like Somerset, yeah. Blackhawk yeah. area. Um, that area will continue to grow, I'm sure, too. Right. Yeah, it'll all start spreading out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I can remember, have to. I can remember years ago my my dad saying that Rapid City is going to connect with Sturgis, which is going to connect with Spirit. I agree. I totally. And, agree. and we're st- we're seeing that. Now. Yeah, I totally agree. It's going to happen because now it kind of morphs in like. I feel like when I first moved here, Piedmont was pretty separate, and now it's starting to right. flow that way. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure that that's almost basically Sturgis when you get to yeah, the northern absolutely. part of Piedmont. Yeah. 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 Which I like. I like that it's going to kind of grow. And I'm sure a lot of people don't like it. Um, but I like that it's going to grow and continue to go that way, yeah. personally. Yeah. Now we need restaurants and some shopping yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah. There was just a big piece of commercial property bought in downtown Piedmont. Yeah, just, uh, just that what west of Piedmont Valley Elementary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what are they doing with that? Do you know? I've, I've heard a couple of different things. Yeah, same. Um, nothing concrete. Okay. I've heard maybe a, a large um, RV resort. Okay. Potentially. Okay. But um, I haven't heard anything Hopefully concrete. it's something different. <laughs> so many <laughs> RV resorts, man. I know. Um, and I, when, I take my, when I take my camper places, I like to get in the hills. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't take advantage of until last year in the hills, man, was the lakes and yeah. the, the mountains and stuff. Yep. I was just so focused. Yeah. I was like, work, 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 work. Yeah, when when uh, when when COVID first got here, um, my daughter, I coach my daughter or help coach my daughter's softball team, and typically during the summers, every weekend we're playing softball. And that summer, pretty much all the the local and and pretty much all the tournaments got 
canceled. Yeah, makes or, sense. Or pushed way back into the season. Yeah. So my wife talked me into buying a camper. Yeah. And my wife's not always right. Yeah, but, but she was that time. She was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been one of the the best things as a family we've done because really? you get to see parts of the the place that you live that you never would have gone. Before. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you guys go to Pactol at all? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of our our favorite it's spots. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, best part is they they have Wi-Fi there too, so I can really? still work while we're camping. Yeah, Sheridan, you can't really get any. Oh, you mean you have cell service? Yeah, sorry, okay, cell yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, they have Wi-Fi at Not the campgrounds? <laughs> Not Wi-Fi, cell service, okay. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I can keep working. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, go out when you have no cell phone reception in our business is like panic attack. It's dude. stressful. It's not yeah. a fun camping No, time. it's not because then you get back and you have like 20 messages. <laughs> yeah. Like, crap. Um, yeah, well, let's wrap this thing up. We got, we are almost an hour in. It's crazy. Well, we're 40 minutes in or so. Um, if everybody wants, anybody wants to reach you, ask you questions or anything like that, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? So cell phone, I don't even know what my office number is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 605. People have office numbers still? <laughs> yeah. 605-431-8195. Uh, email cgardner at cmgfi.com. Sweet. I'll put it all in the description. Perfect. Um, any final thoughts? No, I, I mean, just like you've said, I think the every day you wait is you know, a day that you shouldn't have waited to, to, I agree. to buy. I agree. And if you want to know if we're telling, if we are wrong or not, because we're idiots, maybe we're wrong, right? There's people out there that are way smarter than us that are saying the same thing. One of them being Mr. Negative himself, Dave Ramsey, he said it's going to continue for 10 years. 10 years. So if you don't get, take our word for it, talk to Dave Ramsey, and maybe he'll tell you different. So <laughs> <laughs> anyways, thanks for watching, guys. Thanks, Gary, for being yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. See you guys in the next one. Hey guys, thanks very much for watching this episode of the podcast. Um, let me know what you thought. Let me know other topics you want us to bring up, other uh, guests you want me to have on. Appreciate you guys watching. We'll see you next week.